Hello, and welcome to the podcast. We are on episode 51, Predictable Work Hours for Unpredictable Jobs. I'm Zoe Galitzis, and I coach busy working moms on how to create simpler, more relaxed lives, one doable step at a time. And today we are going to be talking about the answers to probably the most often asked question that I get when I'm talking to people about time management. And if you're newer to the podcast, I have a time management system that I use at work where I work as a senior director at a large consulting firm. I have a time management system that I use that works really well to help me get my work done in eight hours a day. So I don't have to log on at night. I have a great work-life balance and I love this system, which is why I teach it to other people. And there are other episodes of the podcast that cover the system in more detail, but today I want to focus on what is the most common question I get when I am telling people about my system. The most common question I get around my planning system is, but what about when unexpected things come up? How do you get your work done without working extra hours? And this is such a great question. And if your job is anything like mine, your workday is chock full of random but urgent things coming up each day. So I totally get where people are coming from when they ask this question. It is exactly the question I would have asked a few years ago before I had this system and before I got this routine down. So in this episode, I want to really break down for you What are the three tips that I have to help you create a predictable work schedule? So for example, my daily work schedule is eight to four. How do you create a predictable work schedule even if your role is filled with surprises and urgent requests? So my three tips are to include a buffer. I'll talk about what that means. Change your mindset and... I always talk about changing your mindset on these podcasts because I think that's sort of the secret to the universe, but I'm going to talk about specifically how to change your your mindset for this particular issue. And then I'm going to talk about how to show, don't tell your work schedule so that your teams understand what to expect and they respect your boundaries. All right. So the first tip that we're going to talk about is about including a buffer in your daily plan. So as part of my system, I recommend to people that they set a plan every day of what they are committed to getting done in the time that they're working. So if I'm working from eight to four and it's Tuesday, on Tuesday morning, I'm going to write down what are the things that I am going to create? What are the things I'm going to get done on Tuesday by 4 p.m.? And I commit to that list and I get it done. And this is where people are always like, whoa, hold on. But what about when your client calls and they need something right away? And what about when someone on your team resigns and that totally takes you offline all day trying to deal with that? You know, what about all these fire drills that come up? So here's the thing. If your job is like mine, this isn't like an unusual occurrence that something surprising happens during the day or something that you didn't have on your to-do list in the morning comes up during the day and now you have an extra item to do, right? And so that seems like it makes it actually harder to stay caught up, right? Because you're like, oh my gosh, 
it's not just once every couple weeks that I have something urgent come up. I have urgent things coming up like every day. So this is what people tell me. They tell me, so this system isn't going to work for me because my job is just too unpredictable. But here's the deal. And here's what is really good news about this if you are in this situation. Your job actually is predictable. We can predict that unpredictable things will happen pretty much every day. We can just kind of bet on that. We know that something surprising, some random yet urgent request is going to come up during the day and take up some of your time. That's okay. That's how my system is built to work around those items. And the key is that when you set your plan in the morning of here, it's Tuesday morning, here are the things I'm going to get done on Tuesday by 4 p.m., you include a buffer in that plan to plan for unpredictable things coming up. So this is what I see when people say this isn't working for me. I look at their plan and their plan is like eight hours of work on their plan from the get-go in the morning. Now, if you have a to-do list that's going to take you eight hours to do and you have emails coming in all day to read and you have some meetings to go to and you have to, you know, make your lunch at some point and eat lunch, all this stuff, right? You have someone that stops by to talk for a little bit. All these things add up to way more than eight hours. So if you're showing me a to-do list that is eight hours of work and you have anything else in the day, whether it's part of your routine, like going through email or eating lunch, or whether it's something unexpected, if you have any other time commitments during that day, that to-do list is too long. So you need to set your daily plan in the morning to be a plan that takes up less time because we know that you're not going to have a full eight hours of work time in that day. In fact, for me, the true work time that I have in a day, because I would say, you know, I'm probably in five hours of meetings a day. So that's five out of the eight hours right there. And then I do things like, you know, I plan my day in the morning, I go through email, I have lunch, I you know, stop and chat with someone for a few minutes, those other things all add up. So how much work time do I truly have in the day? Maybe half an hour, maybe an hour. It's not very much. So when I set my to-do list in the morning, when I set my daily plan, it's going to be about half an hour or an hour's worth of work. Even though I'm at work for eight hours, I'm not going to include more time than that because I know that Other things are going to come up during the day that are going to take my time. So really the number one problem that I see people struggling with, with this daily planning system, is that there's too much on their daily plan. You need to take some stuff off of that plan, make some hard decisions in the morning about what's staying on and what's coming off so that you have a buffer there to allow for extra things to come up. All right, so that is my first tip to having predictable hours for an unpredictable job is to include some buffer time when you're planning your day. All right, so now we're going to talk about changing your mindset. And 
I think changing your mindset, again, it's like the secret to the universe. All you need to do to create anything you want in life is to change your mindset. So cool, right? That is especially cool for me because I like to think and I love the idea and I I don't think I'm lazy, but I like to just kind of relax and think and I love knowing that that mindset of mine is so powerful and can create so much without me you know, working my fingers to the bone or bending over backwards to get things done or really forcing things to happen. I just need to work on my thoughts. So let's talk about some of those thoughts to work on when we're working through this challenge of having extra things come up during the day and how do we get our work done on time, even with that happening. So the first thing that you want to think about in your mindset is how do you define urgent? You know, when you have items, unexpected items coming in during the day that you didn't know about in the morning when you made your plan, you're having thoughts about those items. So you're getting an email in your inbox, you're reading it, and then you're evaluating it, right? That's part of your mindset. What do you think about that item? And a lot of us have this default reaction of assigning urgency to everything. You know, you get that email, you're chest clenches up a little bit and you're like, ooh, I got to figure this out. And now there's one more thing to do today. And we kind of barrel into the action step of starting to take action on that, perhaps at the expense of other things we had already planned to do that day before. We kind of barrel into just taking action on that item without stopping to question, does this really need to be done today? Does this need to be done at all? Does this need to be done by me? What's the most streamlined, simplest way to get this done? What would make this really easy? We don't ask those questions. We don't look at the thoughts we're having and question the thoughts we're having about that email item coming in. We just get it and we have this sort of visceral visceral reaction to it. We feel kind of anxious. And in order to try to fix our anxiety, we start working on the item. So you have to redefine urgent. You have to look at those items coming in and really think like, do I need to be the person to do this? Does this need to be done today? And a lot of times, even when people ask for things by a certain date, they're just throwing a date out there. Maybe it doesn't even need to be done by then. So you have to use your own judgment and you have to talk with the person that you're working with to understand that. But we assign so much urgency to what came into our inbox 10 seconds ago that we end up missing other items that have been on our to-do list for longer that have been sitting there, but that are actually more important and more valuable to the business. We set those aside, we procrastinate on those, and we just kind of react to everything coming in that's new as if it were urgent, and it's not. So that's the first thing to examine with your mindset is what is your definition of urgent and are you jumping to conclusions about assigning something as urgent just because it just got to your inbox and it makes you feel a little uncomfortable versus really getting curious about that and looking for what is a more balanced way to work this into your existing plans. All right, so that's one way to change your mindset. Another thing that I see a lot with people that are starting on this process is that they just 
don't believe that the work that they have during the day can get done in a set amount of time. They're kind of like, okay, well, first of all, these things on my plan, I don't really know how long those are going to take. So I don't know exactly when I'll get done with them. And I don't know what's going to come up during the day. And I don't know how long that's going to take. So there's no way that I can predict or that I can set a time to be done working because I just don't know. One of the things that my coach always says is that I don't know is always a lie. Yes, you do know. But when you say, I don't know, you completely block yourself from finding an answer. It's like this thought that just shuts down your brain and shuts down your creative process. So I want to give you some counterexamples to help you start to kind of jiggle your thoughts around and question like maybe things can get done in a set amount of time. So let's take the example of, you know, when you were in college, you were probably assigned uh, some term papers, right? You had to write some term papers. And, you know, some of them were probably pretty long, required some research, required some editing. And when your professor assigned those term papers to you, your professor didn't say, well, there's just no way for us to tell really how long it's going to take you to write this. So I'm not going to give you a deadline. Just write it, see how long it takes, and then we'll go from there. You know, no professor would ever say that because no one would ever finish their term paper, right? Like you need that deadline to get your stuff done. And you know, you didn't know going into that term paper probably either how many hours it was going to take you, exactly what research you would need to do, if it would be easy to find the references that you needed to write it, how long it would take you to do the reading to prepare, if you would have computer issues while you were writing it. You didn't know any of that, right? Ahead of time, you couldn't predict it. But you had a deadline for that term paper. Okay, the term paper is due on October 20th. And you got that term paper done by October 20th at a set time. Yet when I say to people, I get my work done by 4 p.m., right away they're like, oh my gosh, that's impossible. How can you ever predict that? You don't know how long that's going to take. And so we do all kinds of things over a longer period of time where we have a set deadline that we meet. So why is it different during a day? Like why is it different to say, okay, I can control getting this done on October 20th versus I can control getting this done by 4 p.m. It's really just the same thing, but we have two different beliefs about those situations. Another example would be your wedding. You know, think about the time from your proposal and engagement, setting a wedding date to the actual ceremony, right? So many things go into planning a wedding. And (laughs) For all of us, uh, getting married for the first time, at least the first time we're getting married, we don't know exactly everything that we're going to need to do. We have to kind of get into it and then we're like, oh, this is more time than I thought to plan and this is more expensive and there's all these unpredictable things that that are coming up while we're preparing for that wedding. But we don't get halfway through planning the wedding and then say, oh, we're going to change the date Or we don't send invitations that say, wedding date TBD, we're going to see how long it takes us to get this done. We set a date and we get married on that date. 
So again, I want you to really question this belief that you can't get things done in a set time because we do that all of the time. So ask that question of yourself. Why do you believe that set times are possible for these longer periods of time? You know, your term paper, your wedding, getting ready to go on maternity leave. You know, that baby comes and then you're done and on leave, right? But we don't think that you know, for this smaller period of time, finishing work by 4 p.m., that seems totally impossible to us, which is really funny. Actually, as I'm talking through this, I'm like thinking how funny that is because what we have to get done by 4 p.m. is way less than the amount of work it takes to plan a wedding. It's way less time. It's way less complicated if we just isolate what we have to do in one workday. Yet, it seems so much more impossible to us to say, yes, I can get this work done by 4 p.m. versus, yes, I can be ready to get married by May 25th. So just question that belief. That belief, if you have it, is for sure getting in the way of your finishing work when you want to be done with work. All right, the last thing I want to talk about with mindset, and then we're going to move on to the third topic, which is show, don't tell. The last thing I want to talk about with mindset is asking yourself, what is a valid reason to be done? So for a lot of you, you're getting into work in the morning, you're hoping to be out by a certain time. Like maybe you're thinking, I'd really like to be done by five and then not have to log on tonight. That would be great. But you get to work, you start working, some unexpected stuff comes in. And at a certain point during the day, you're like, hmm, maybe five o'clock isn't going to happen. Or hmm, maybe I'm going to have to finish this up tonight after the kids are in bed. And so we lose that commitment that we have to being done at five o'clock or whatever time we want to be done. But there are all kinds of other situations where we stay committed. So a a day with an evening commitment, which could be all kinds of things, like maybe it's your daughter is in a play and you're going to watch the play. So you have to leave at 5 p.m. to get to the play. Or maybe you have a flight, an evening flight for a work trip. So you have to leave for the airport to get on your flight. Or again, think about, you know, having a baby. When that baby comes, you have to be done with work and go on maternity leave. Or even in the shorter term, you know, what if you get sick? What if you get really ill and you can't keep working? You have to be done and you have to stop working. So there's all kinds of situations that we consider valid reasons to stop working. You know, evening commitments, going on maternity leave, getting sick, Uh, having to leave for the airport, going to your dentist appointment, whatever it is. We're like, okay, I have that on my schedule. I have that conflict. So now I'm going to stop working for this period of time and not work for this period of time. But totally different standard when it comes to the commitment that we've made to ourselves. When we're just thinking, yeah, just for myself, I'd like to be done at 5 p.m., I don't have an evening commitment. I don't have a plane to get on. I'm feeling really good. I'm not feeling sick at all. But I just want to be done at five o'clock. When the only reason that we have that 
end time is just because that's what we want. We want to be done at five for the work-life balance we want, for the other things that we want to do in our life. We don't honor that commitment, but we could, right? Why is it different to have to leave work to go to your daughter's play at five o'clock versus needing to leave work at five o'clock just because that's when you want to be done working? Why are you less important than your daughter's play? You're not. And what's even more is that when you treat yourself as important, when you treat yourself really well and you honor commitments to yourself, which by the way, if you're interested in listening more about this, there is an episode, it might be episode 20 or so, um, it's about honoring commitments to yourself. So you can hear even more about this topic. But when we honor commitments to ourselves and we form that great relationship with ourselves, we show up so much better for everyone else. We show up better at work. We're more effective. We're more refueled when we get to the other commitments that we have for other people. We're much better able to show up for them. So I think this is all going back to mindset. We have the idea, we have the mindset that leaving at five o'clock to catch our flight is different from leaving at five o'clock because that's when we decided we were going to be done working. And again, just question that. Notice where your double standards are. Where do you think it's acceptable or valid to leave at a certain time? Where do you think you have to leave at that time versus where do you kind of let things slide and you're not really committed to that schedule? That's going to make all the difference for you in creating a predictable schedule even when you have an unpredictable job. Because guess what? Those times when you have evening commitments, you go to your daughter's play, the world does not end because you're not working for a few hours. Life goes on. You get to work the next morning. You get your stuff done. And life goes on. And you're glad that you went to your daughter's play and took time for that. And you will have the same experience when you make yourself a priority and honor those additional commitments to yourself, life will go on. You'll stop working for the evening. You'll come back the next day. You're not going to get fired. The world will not end. The sky is not falling. Life goes on. All right. So let's talk finally about what I'm calling show, don't tell. And this is the objection that people have, or I I shouldn't say objection, just the, the challenge that people have with how do I get my team to respect this new predictable schedule of mine? First of all, people feel guilty about it, which is kind of a whole other topic. I should probably do a different episode on that. But just if you think about, you know, people email me in the evening. So if I don't want to work on the, in the evening, how am I going to handle that? Or what if urgent things come up when it isn't my time to work? Or, you know, what if people need to get in touch with me? And so again, I think this goes back to our definition of urgent, because I know, at least for my job, do things come up after four o'clock that I need to deal with? Yes, but very occasionally. It's very occasional, meaning not often, that something is going on after 4 p.m., that I absolutely need to deal with that day and can't wait until the next morning. And when that happens, I deal with it. And it's no big deal 
because it's not like an everyday occurrence. And I know that I have my own back with honoring my schedule and all the times when things aren't truly urgent, which is most of the time. But again, we get into this slippery slope of we're like, well, I want to make sure I'm available for anything really urgent. And so then we start to look at our other emails that are coming in that aren't urgent because we're checking our email and we start responding to those. And with your team, especially in the people that you're in contact with, you want to demonstrate to them what your schedule is. And that doesn't mean um, sending an email back that's like, I'm so busy, I don't have time for this, or I have to leave right now, sorry, or I don't work during these hours. It doesn't mean telling them, it means showing them, which means when you're getting emails in the evening after your allotted scheduled work hours, that you're not responding to them unless they truly are urgent, which again, isn't most of the time. And that is that is a trick to do because we have this urge to like just handle it. Oh, it would just be, I see this, I can just handle it in two seconds and then I don't have to worry about it tomorrow. But you're training your team, you're training your colleagues, your customers, training all the people that you work with to expect you to respond in the evening. And that's just kind of a bad habit to look at how can you break that. So you want to show, don't tell what your hours are by setting good boundaries and sticking to them around what you truly will work on outside of your scheduled time. And again, yes, there will be things that come up, but it will be so much less than what you might be doing now if you're just in this habit of kind of handling things as they come up through the day and never really having a good idea of when you're done at work. So you have to allow that urge that you have to just jump on the email and get it taken care of. Allow that discomfort and let it go to the next morning. And once you do that a few times, it gets much easier. It gets to be a new habit and it's really no problem at all. And actually it helps your team. It helps your customers because they know when to expect your responsiveness. And honestly, I know plenty of customers and clients that it's not like a good thing to them that you're responding at all hours of the day. Um, They want to feel like you're at your best when you're doing work for them. And if you're sending an email to them at 11 p.m. at night rushing to get something done, um, that's that's probably not your best time to be serving them. And that doesn't always create a positive impression. So just be mindful of what you're demonstrating during your off hours as well. All right, so those are the three tips I have. So to summarize, those three tips that will help you create a predictable work schedule even when you have an unpredictable job, the three tips are number one, include buffer time when you set your daily plan. Number two, change your mindset by redefining what's urgent, starting to believe that things can get done by a set time, and questioning what you think right now are valid reasons to be done, and can you expand that to honoring commitments to yourself? And then finally, show, don't tell. You know, demonstrate what those boundaries and work hours are to your team. That doesn't mean writing a snippy email, telling them you can't help. That means just being consistent about honoring those boundaries for yourself and only flexing away from that when something is truly urgent. All right. 
I hope this has been helpful. Like I said, I get this question pretty much every time I do my time management training. So I wanted to devote an episode to it because I figure a lot of you probably have the same question yourselves. I do want to say just very quickly that September membership for my client membership program is open right now if you're listening to this close to when it comes out. So membership is open through Friday, August 30th. After that, it's closed for at least a month. And if you register during this window, you get the September topic material. We have some special topics by month that rotate in and out. And September's topic is get it done. It's all about what we're talking about, how to get your work done in less time in the time that you plan for it and not having to be constantly feeling like you're working more than you want to be, but not getting as much done as you want to be. So I know this is not the norm. Like we go to our jobs and talking probably to most of your colleagues, I I know for me, you know, people are used to just saying it's just really busy. We just can't really predict how long it's going to take. You know, you just have to work some extra hours. So this is not the norm, what I'm talking about here. And so why not sign up for the client membership and get help from someone, me, who's really figured it out and figured it out in a fast-paced corporate consulting environment Uh, you know, if I can figure out my schedule and how to make that a predictable schedule, I'm sure that I can help you with the same thing as I have helped many of my clients. So if you are interested in registering for September, the link to that is lifesimplybetter.com forward slash coach, C-O-A-C-H. So just go to lifesimplybetter.com forward slash coach, C-O-A-C-H, click enroll. It takes two minutes to sign up and you're all good. All right, everyone, I hope you have a wonderful last bit of summer. Good luck with back to school stuff if you're going through that right now. And I will talk to you again next Tuesday.